Broken Worlds, Exalted Skeleton Keys, Episode 9. Oh. Yeah, we're on 9 already. 8, 12. No, we're already on 9. Another 6 to go. <laughs> I am Devin, the referee, and to my left we have X playing Y. Nicole playing Tepper Burrell. Kevin playing Poison Orchid. Alright, team, what happened last session? Oh shit, we forgot to do the end of session thing. Oh. <laughs> I don't keep doing it. Ah, uh, it keeps happening, listeners. We're so terrible at this. Alright, so let's do that now. And then we'll talk about what happened last session. <coughs> Alright, first, you all mark an XP. Okay, did we fail in some regard? No. Nope. We super succeeded. Did we expose ourselves to danger, cost, or retribution? I don't think so. We did everything good. We got rid of previous ex- retribution people. You did, actually. <laughs> did we progress our story in a meaningful way? Yes. 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 Simple, easy peasy. Fucking Lord. We'll learn someday, listeners. You have enough to level up. Oh boy, all you gotta do is. It's your level plus three, right? I believe so, yeah. So four, five, six, seven. We have enough to level up. Oh, you gotta find some time to train. What time is it? I mean. What time? That's not even close to what I meant to say. What level are we at? Five? Is that one of the ones where you get special stuff? I don't know. Who's at six? I don't know what level your own character is. We're at seven. We're at level four, but I don't know if level five is. um... One where you get tricks are for kids. Uh, at level three, six, and nine. Six. Okay, I figured it would be six because the first one was three. But yeah. All right. Now <laughs> that we've done the end of session, <laughs> what happened last session, guys? Oh, uh, we shook up an entire sleazy bar. Tied a dude to a chair. And then uh, made peace with some Immaculate Monks. You made peace with a very colorful group of Immaculate Monks. Ghost Immaculate Monks. Yep. Well, uh, five colors plus one. And you also uh, did a bit of minion managing and scavenged up materials for a ritual to inure your gang against the dark exorcists of the No Hope Way. Mm-hmm. So, where would we like to open this day, uh, players? Uh, I suppose we're, we don't really have anything to do other than just head for uh, where's her skull. Yeah, supposedly yep. where her hideout is. All right. So, just to clarify, we don't hate Aunt Skull, right? I don't think we've ever met her, so. Like no. we don't, we don't know anything bad about her other than she's a vague criminal type that has weird magic. Um, but she might know where the board game is. That's why we want to talk to her. Yes. Okay. She's um, been providing artifacts. Like, I think she manages the sale of artifacts and whatnot in the city. Black market, please. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, you follow the advice of your informant and, uh, go to a part of the town that's been a little bit derelict. It's been having problems. There's not as many people going through there, and there's a lot of missing folk. And uh, there's an actual like crack in the mountain face that heads inside. It looks like it's been um, worked and opened up with like pickaxes and mined and turned into an actual opening. Uh, inside, the interior has been reinforced like a mine or an underground basement would be. Uh, there's brickwork and petrified wood. Uh, there are hanging uh, sconces full of smoke and blue flame. Um, the floor has uh, channels cut into it to allow that gauzy 
inky water to kind of flow on through and divert. Uh, and it actually leads into a small undercity. Like there's a, there's a roof complex that's been uh, smoothed over and turned into sort of a dome that's had like intricate carvings put into it to uh, replicate the sky outside. You know, stars have been carved in with like polished stone and paint. Uh, suns, constellations, clouds. There's no actual sky in the underworld though, right? No, it's darkness forever. I thought so. Forever. <laughs> Ever. Anyway, uh, there's maybe two, three dozen buildings uh, down in this underground kind of city pocket. Um, they look like they have the same aesthetic that you see from maybe a Lukshai outpost. Squat, military-style buildings defended with, um, you know, walls and lookout towers on them. Uh, there's trees that are growing out of the ground here that are gnarled and dead, that have faces, uh, you know, on them. And blue pyrophane kind of burning in their mouths, not ever really, not ever really advancing because the wood looks like it's, you know, doesn't just, get, can't just give up to fire anymore. Oh no, Magnesis, check their mouths for trests. There you go. Uh, and in the corner of this little underground complex is what looks like a city square that's set up in effigy of an eff execution site. Uh, there are gallows and trees set up, like actual hangman gallows. Um, and what would be crowds and sort of like stools and chairs that were set up to observe. They've all been tussed around and moved. The ground is scuffed like there was a conflict here. And an ill sour wind blows through the trees making a whistling sound and moves the many nooses that have like stained lacquered blood in them. So, yeah, this was your tip-off point. But it's abandoned? Right it does look abandoned right now. Do we want to just go in, like, clanging some pots together, being like, yo, come out to talk to us? Perhaps it might be best if you scout about. Fair. Alright, yeah, I'll do that. Alright. So, uh, you're going to scout and look for trouble, look for signs of people. Okay, let me briefly... Okay, so Nicole's scout, or um, uh, Burrell's scouting is going to be a prize secrets role to tear these secrets from this area as you scout and look for signs of hidden people. So, plus mind. Hidden people and or passageways. Oh, we'll, we'll get there. Five. Oh. You can ask any one of the questions from the list. Alright, let me, uh, let me find what that list is again. Fuck off. As you've missed. You've missed most terribly. Right. Which means cool stuff happens. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to ask what seems false or deceitful. Because if there's hiding people or secret passageways, that sounds like the question I need to ask. Alright, uh, let me pause while or I can ask what could be useful to me. What do you... You know what, let's pause while you contemplate, because I also have to look at the response move and just okay. contemplate what answer I can give you. Okay. Alright, we're back. So, as you're investigating for the people here, uh, what was the question you had asked? Uh, what is false or deceitful? Okay, you see a Buddhist-style statue in one of the small temples in this underground city. And you're pretty sure it's um, that it's hollow and would lead 
like to an underground passage if you were to smash your way through it. Alright, I'm gonna smash it. Alright, you smash it and it's not hollow. Uh, when it breaks, it's actually made of jade. Oh no, it was keeping ghosts inside! No. Oh. Or maybe. But it's like a big hunk of jade. Okay, like did I hurt myself? Is that what no. you're trying to say here? No, you just you broke open the. This actually happens in real life Buddhism. You broke open the stupid plaster cover to reveal it's full of riches. Okay. Riches for you. Steal from Matt's skull. I'm more concerned that if I pick it up, it'll be like. I'm the fucking giant ball will come. The giant ball? <laughs> like the mask from Super Mario 2? When you take the key, the mask from Mario 2 shows up and it's all like, give me the back of the key. Oh. Give me back my, my skull. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'll pick it up. Pocket it? Yeah. You can do it. Right. It's worth money. Okay. I'll come back. Did you find anything? I found money. Well, that's always good. Oh, they just left, left that in the open? It was covered in not jade. Oh. But, you know, I broke open half the jade. That's... I didn't find any secrets here, though. Oh, that's fine. I suppose stealing from her is as good of any as an introduction. Um, I suppose we'll search, then. You're going to send your gang out to figure it out? Yeah. Spend boss. I think this is your last boss. No, I had three. I gained one uh, last session. So this, you're going to be at boss one after this? No, boss two. It goes up to three, and I had three. Yeah, and then you spent it to make them find the guy, and went down to two. Oh, oh, okay. And then you're going to spend it again, it's round to one. Good point. Eight, nine, ten. Ten? Perfect. Uh, you send your minions out to every corner of this place to find uh, signs of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright. They come back. Uh, one of the smarter ones, one of the ones that has glasses. Hey boss, we found something. We need both of you to come this way. Alright. Who waves you through? Alright. Uh, he brings you into a, uh, one of those other temple rooms. It looks like it's almost like a, like a CN-style funerary chamber. Uh, and like all the guys, like probably four or five of them are like holding hands in like a circle and they're all like standing on top of a plinth and they're jumping on it and it's going down slightly, but not a lot. <laughs> like we think that goes down if it's, uh, like pressed down a lot. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Good job. Uh, so, so we'll look into this and try to figure out if there's a way to, uh, lower it without... Putting a bunch of people on top. <laughs> yeah, this looks like it uses like a counterweight to push it down. Okay. Something heavy then. Yeah. Can I air blast it? Uh, it presses down and then it'll slide back up. Oh, somewhere else we need to put weight on is what you're saying, or? No, you have to weigh it down. Oh. Maybe with your jade statue. Oh yeah, okay. I didn't realize how heavy it was. Jade is fucking heavy, honey. Heavier than all those dudes. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I didn't realize. How big is the statue? I thought but it was like. I thought it was like. I thought it was like this big. No, it's like. It's like, it's oh, like a Buddha. That's big. I thought it was like you know a little thing. You're, you're, are you gonna pocket it? I'm like yeah, okay. I'm like I pick it up, and you didn't say anything, so I'm like okay, yeah. Yeah, you pick it up and pocket it. You're a hunter. 
You can hide stuff on you. It would have made it funnier if you'd pulled like a royal and had the entire thing in your bag. You're like, no, I didn't find anything. And it's just out. I assume that's what you did because like you had like, you put it in your cloak because you're a hunter. You can hide stuff on you. You're a thief. I think I can only find weapons on me. I don't have any supernatural ability to hide stuff in my cloak. It could be a bludgeon. <laughs> you're exalted. Also, money's a weapon. <laughs> so you take out the Buddha statue. Yeah. Put it on and it goes down and locks in. You hear clicking sounds and one of the, uh, there, there's a funerary sarcophagus area where like, you can put a body to like get it prepped for a bombing and it slides aside to a staircase. Excellent. Your gang members swarm over it and start like trying to flip it up on its side. Why? So we can take the Buddha statue. Oh, that's fair. I mean, we can take it when we leave. They've already done it. Like they've already like ripped it on its side and broken it. <laughs> like they have tools and pry bars, and they're just smashing into it to keep it from closing on us. Fair enough. We won't take it with us down there, so be sure to hide it. Hey, day, hey, day. They take it off the plinth and scurry away with it to bury it. <laughs> I guess we'll head down. No, actually, two strong ones just take it and leave. They leave this entire scene. They're going back to your house. Hmm. They're just going to run like all the way back to the mansion, like through the streets with a giant jade Buddha. Huffing and puffing all the way. No one's going to stop them, I imagine. <laughs> They hope not. They're like, this will be the one time no one's going to mug us. We'll just take... We're not even going to leave it here. We're going to take it home and put it in our vault. And polish it. I don't speak Polish. Polish. <laughs> it never occurred to me that those words were spelled the same until I saw that. Right? Okay. You guys go down. Uh, this is a crypt. It looks like it's like a secret like section of this temple. And it goes down. Staircase. Uh, probably three people abreast. It looks like it's used for carrying like goods up and down. Uh, there are hanging, swinging lanterns that are full of incense and smoke. Uh, and still lit fire around here. Like It looks like there was some sort of fire that happened in this structure and like some of the bricks are still burning there's smoke everywhere there's embers dancing around is this a literally it was just on fire or a, this is the building's death marks building's death marks okay yeah. <laughs> like the smoke doesn't leave past the secret entrance okay. it just stops a lot of stuff down here that you know burned to the ground that's how most places go away forever they burn to the ground true enough forest fires man <laughs> Violent combat, uh, being ra raised and ravaged by raiders. Yeah, I guess flooding and burning would be the most common types of buildings. Yeah, a flash flood? Gone. How do you wipe out a city or a temple super fast? A natural disaster. Oh man, um, Nexus would look interesting. Yeah, it would. Nexus would be a nightmare. Just radiating everywhere. Yep. But, eventually you guys get to the bottom steps, and uh, it looks... Uh, large gothic architecture, like big arches, corridors that have a lot of ceiling to them. Um, it looks like the, the walls have uh, bodies stacked up into alcoves in them that go up maybe 15 bodies high. Like just shelves of alcoves, almost like a library for people. 
your gangs able to kind of just spread out around you. Perfect. Is there anything in the drawers? Oh uh, yeah, there are bodies all in these drawers. Like corpses and uh, like calcified, like mummified bodies. If only I had these sense Adam move. If only. <laughs> a tomb. A arrow whizzes by your collective heads. Again. Again? From which direction? Straight ahead, uh, to the end of this hallway. Uh, there are there have been many like wooden platforms set up uh, over the, the sort of exit. Uh, and you can see people, maybe two dozen of them. Uh, they're dressed in uh, lacquered and leather kind of outfits that are deep black. They're covered. It looks like they've dyed their skin and stuff to like just stay, you know, concealed in the darkness. And uh, even without higher light to light them, they're just like notching arrows and firing at you guys. <clears throat> hmm. There's shelves you mentioned. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna command my men to like. Pull up some of the shelves and use them as shields. Oh and, my god. And just kind of start walking towards the end of the corridor. They start pulling out sarcophagi and bodies and like stacking them up and like using the rope and stuff they have with them to lash them together and start making like moving body walls. Perfect. <laughs> I could have just, you know, air blasted the arrows. Oh, do you want to do that? I can do that instead if you want to not uh, pull up all the bodies. Oh, we can do both. <laughs> we can do both. We need to show these people we mean business. <laughs> so yeah, the mob starts advancing towards uh, the arrow people. How are you guys going to overcome the challenge of being pelted by arrows? Stop. Um, well, like, oh, you're going to attack them, or? Just air blast the arrows. I'm doing air all the time, and you can't touch and attack me, right? Hmm. Or the wind fuck up the arrows? Plus we have jump shields that just happened. I meant more when you get closer to them and they, you know, start being able to get a better bead on you and more accurate. Mm. More power in their, you know, bowstring. Like, you're able to approach them pretty much just fine now with your little plan. Yeah. We want to just tell them why we're here? Yeah, that's probably for the best. <laughs> we're here to see Ant Skull. They don't respond to that. They just keep firing at you guys. A lot of people are here to see Ant Skull, it would seem. As you're walking, you actually do see bodies of other ghosts that have been riddled with arrows just nearby. So do you mean that these guys are also invading this place, or that they are defenders? These guys have killed people who have tried to come down here. Okay, and have nice. left their bodies out for intruders to see. There's a few, there's like two dozen bodies just littered around this area, this kind of waterlogged burning area that they've set up a barricade they're firing down from. We are a champion of death and a champion of the Blessed Isle. It's just laying down your weapons and talking this out before we get too close. Hmm. You have until we reach the end of this corridor. Uh, are you going to do anything to sort of sweeten the deal, to sort of make it look like you mean business? Oh, yeah. Sure, we could probably kill a few of them. Or just much. drink your thing and become a monster. That works really well. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Jillikers. 
<laughs> Although it might impede further talking when we need to talk. To also, how uh, fill up this entire hall. Oh, oh I forgot how. No? No, this place is huge. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You know uh, in Lord of the Rings where they go through the mines of Moria and it's just like big stone archways? It's like that. Okay, I was picturing more... 15 bodies tall. I was picturing Skyrim where, you know, it's like narrower little underground places where all these fucking mummies are going to come alive and kill you. No, it's big enough for his gang to sprout around him. Okay. Okay, yeah, show of power, Raleigh. There we go. Alright, well it sounds like with you uh, using your Bloodborne style monstrousness that we are in the presence of a bend will motion. Right. So, plus heat. Alright, and I'm going to use a power die for this. Oh boy. Ooh-wee. Also, to show off to the gang. There we go. Because you get more blast when you do that, right? There yeah. we go. Five, six, seven, plus eight, eight. nine, ten. Ten nice. plus? Uh... So, yeah, you turn into a cleric beast and impress your gang uh, with what you're about to do here and throw that threat of you have until we get to you. <laughs> and uh, they, they sort of hold back as your anima bonfire burns through this place, making that black strobe light. Yeah, it's, it's a good to, trick. Search to feed into the darkness that we've been walking through. All right, they, they stop shooting at you as you guys are approaching. <laughs> A few of them, like, run off the little wood bridge they made and sort of leave, but there's still, like, you know, 10, 12 of them up there. Mm -hmm. We aren't here to begin a gang war or anything of the sort. We simply wish to speak with your leader. We simply wish to speak with your leader. <laughs> I'm not going to do the growly voice. No, because yeah. that kills you, but yeah. <laughs> I spent several seasons doing the growly voice. I can't do that again. <laughs> You sound this like a monster. You yeah. don't have to. You don't have to actually put the thing in for it. It's fine. <laughs> so the fact his mouth doesn't move. Ooh, I forgot about that. It's even creepier. <laughs> right. Basically, a lot of these archers run. Like they just leave. Some stay behind, and like others look like they're running, but not like in terror. They look like they're going to get people. Hmm. Um. Eventually, someone walks up and kind of like opens like a side gate in the wood walls, like the wood bridges they've built, and uh, no one's there to guide you. They just opened it. That's fair. I think we'll just continue on. None of them are getting close to you. <laughs> That's for the best. Anima bonfire. All right. Let me just. Okay. Deeper down you go. Uh, through the corridor, they open up. And as you continue along, um, there's still burning damage and whatnot, and eventually opens up into, um, I don't have a good way to describe it other than Japanese manner. Like, what? This makes you feel intimidating. I know, right? <laughs> the, the Kassern soundtrack is astounding. Um, but you know, like it has the... The, the, the wood and paper wall design, the floorboards that squeak in certain areas so that you know intruders are coming, uh, the garden and the court. It looks like this whole area basically changes its geography as you get deeper down into being like, like almost like a shogun's castle. 
uh, and there's burning everywhere. Like the, this place is on fire. That kind of dim blue uh, pyre flame. Uh, there are imprints of people's shadows on the wall. There is like discarded armor and burning clothing. Uh, there are dead horses and birds kind of just like nailed to places with needles. Jesus. Um, there looks like what there looks to be what looks like an actual like like katana wielding soldier like holding and ready to draw uh, in the middle of like a grass courtyard and he's on fire like his meat and like skeleton are exposed and he's just burning like he's made of wax <laughs> and your entourage and you are just and you're walking and we're walking there are wind chimes and uh, sutras everywhere like occult seals on all of the doors and buildings uh, there are bloody footprints on the floorboards above you as you're walking like like they've soaked through the wood Keep oh yeah sure one moment yeah where was I yeah, footprints on the floorboards above, like soaking through actual distinct like footprints in blood. Uh, this place looks like there was so something bad happened here. <laughs> Your gang's keeping close, keeping an eye out. Uh, in the distance, in the wind, like as the kind of chimes in the wind howl through the you know broken door and glass. Uh, there is a sort of main building with a door that uh, is closed, but the wind will actually blow it open and slam it on its hinge. Like, not on like a hinge, but it's like a sliding door. It looks like some wind will like slam it open on its sliding rails, and then it'll just slide back, but not close completely. Like it's inviting you. Hmm. Perhaps we should have asked more questions from Fingor about uh, Aunt Skull. He did say he never met her face to face. He simply oh. knowed where she was right, hidden. Right. A woman of her repute likely would keep away from the public eye. Fair enough. Should we go into the Spooky door? Yes. Alright. You guys walk on through. Like, the door stops moving as soon as you guys get within, like, 5-10 feet of it. It just stops. <laughs> and you just kind of open it the rest of the way and go inside. It's dark in here. Pyrefling candles light up slowly as you enter. Like, kind of illuminating the room. And let me just... Yeah, there we and go. all the lights come on. And you are in the domain of Ant Skull. The room is has an air of aristocracy to it. It has murals and paintings hanging from the wall. There are those uh, room dividers up that you used to change behind with like clothing and gowns kind of flipped over it. Um, there are chairs and seats to kind of sit at and have tea. What else would you have in creation? <laughs> Um, all of the sort of furniture here, like tables, uh, that have weird things on them. But the furniture itself, you know, the, the hardware is made of petrified wood, oak. Some of them are made of metal, like cold iron that's been painted, like with ceramic paints. Um, there seems to be a bed of sorts behind one of those curtain dividers, like one of those kind of wood panel dividers just off in the corner, like it's a, a mat sleep on, that people sleep on. Um, the shelves here are covered in weird things. 
amulets on human torsos that have been like mummified and have their arms and like their bottom section done, but it's just like their mummified head and the amulet on it. Um, the amulet itself, like like moving and turning and making clicking noises. Uh, there are jars with human remains in them, and the remains are still moving, and they're human. They're not ghost remains. Uh, there's a sword in a case that's chained down with uh, silken threads, and it strains against it. Uh, there are books in a bookcase, but the bookcase has, like, lock bars on it, and the books themselves twist and turn and make whispering sounds that are muffled by cloth that's been kind of put over top of them behind the bar. Uh, there's a hand on the counter providing uh, more illumination than the rest of the candles. It's a man's hand, and each of the fingertips has been turned into a, a candle of sorts. What? Well, I want a hand of glory. <laughs> That'll solve my sneaking issues. What? Hands of glory lets you see in the dark so that you can see what everyone else can't see. What? What's, what mythology is that from? It's from Harry Potter. I assume she sold it from somewhere. My god. <laughs> she did steal from somewhere. Yeah. Where, like, if you have it, you can see, but no one else can see because it's dark. The lit flames on it are all <laughs> red, except for the thumb, which is blue. And uh, the hand itself looks like it's a little bit bigger than you expect from a person. Like, it's just, it's scaled just a little wrong. Uh, and all around, um, the inside here is much more welcoming than the outside of the kind of castle campus. There's no signs of, like, blood marks or smoke or murder. Uh, but there's a small room behind it, and it has, like, you know, murals on the door and whatnot, and it slides open, and a woman enters. She is in her probably late 50s. She has black skin. It looks like she comes from the South. Um, you can't really place where. It's hard to tell. Oh, and she's alive. Huh. Yeah. Uh, she's dressed in... I don't know. You can't really place it. It looks like it's clothing that comes from Harborhead. It could be Chiroscuro, though. Like, it's, it's very desert apparel wear. Um, though she's wearing sandals, like the kind you'd expect from, like, the realm or look shy. Um, yeah, her hair's done up with, like, a jade and soul steel pick um, that has an actual human eye on it that looks like it's been crystallized and moves around and looks. And yeah, she keeps her hands folded in her clothes. Hello there, darlings. Hi. You must be the exalts that have been moving about my state. Would and you like some tea? Thank you. And Skull, I presume? You can call me Auntie. <laughs> Aunt Skull was my mother's name. She says with a smile. Orchid sits down, kind of extends a claw so that his uh, gang might start polishing the enormous claws or claw tips on him. Polish. Polish. <laughs> I don't speak polish. <laughs> uh, when she reveals her hand, like to kind of gesture to the area to sit, mm -hmm. uh, which cannot fit your cleric beast. <laughs> Um, the hand she has is white, like pale skinned, and has like stitch marks going across it, um, that have the stitch marks themselves, if you zoom in with your noticing player eyes, can tell are like old round characters around the stitch marks. Huh. Fancy. Mm -hmm. She gives off a palpable pressure, like, like the atmosphere changing on a plane of something's up with her. 
Can I suss out what the symbols might mean? How good is your education? Uh, I mean, I went to a school in the Blessed Isle, so very. How good was your education in, like, old realm occult stuff? I don't know what kind of education they uh, give for that. Alright, well, if you really want it, probably query the cosmos knowledge. Okay. So, just... Plus mind. Yep, plus mind. I got a seven. A seven. Query the cosmos. The sutras and sort of like Aztec style prayer blocks that is Old Realm language uh, seem to tell a story of um, rations, like this horrible lizard crow pests, um, stealing fire from the sun and using it to blind uh, a village. Uh, and, then them, and then them feasting on the charred flesh of them and like living inside their bodies as a host. Oh no. That's creepy and interesting, but yes, not directly useful. Not directly useful. <laughs> exactly as it says it should be. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it is basically like a like an Egyptian style kind of storytelling across like her wrist as she kinda of just moves around and like picks up the tea kettle. Yeah, she picks up the kettle and kinda of just puts her hand to her mouth and like just kinda of makes a like a like a breathing out sound at the kettle and you hear boiling on the inside of it. <laughs> Our apologies for the unannounced intrusion, but in this city I have found that without direct action these things take some time. Oh, that's quite alright, darling. You're young but sometimes the obvious way is the only one that presents itself. Now I hear you've come into possession of something of mine. Do you know what that could be? We've come into possession of objects. Oh, we stole her statue, that's what she meant. I thought she meant a book. I didn't say that in character, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the jade statue outside? Oh, the jade statue outside. That's interesting, darling. Hmm. Go on. Not what you were speaking of, I imagine, but... It's likely somewhere. We can bring it back if necessary. I'm not interested in statues of old fat men. I have plenty of those. Well, we also came into possession of a book that had been in the hands of a presumptuous young sorceress. Again, something that used to belong to an old fat man. The elephant guy. Ah. So what are you speaking of? There's a man a silly name and he told you where my cozy apartment is and in doing so forfeited his autonomy to me I do hope you'll be a deer and deliver that I wouldn't want to have to go and get it on my own there's a chill rain going out in the city top side oh, my apologies madam but I made a promise to this man would keep him safe. He made a promise to me not to betray my secrets. And really, it's so much to ask to grant a old woman her request. Unfortunately, I am a man of my word. Well, I'm sure that'll clear itself out then. That's okay. 
I'm certain. On to the matter of ha at hand, though. We are searching for a game board of sorts. Idle distractions to while away your living heart. Still living, yes. It once belonged to a young death knight who would quite like it back, actually. And what does this have to do with my studies and my entourage? I'm, I'm afraid I'm a little at a loss. Well, you are clearly a woman who sees these sorts of see, sees these manners of things passing through our hands from time to time. You seem a collector of the eclectic and the occult. Perhaps you might have possessed it, passed it on. Perhaps one has possessed it. But can one possess something as dangerous as a game board that plays with the people around it? Yeah, you understand its nature then. Nature is like a book. You can read most of the information from the, from the leaflet on the inside. It's the content that most people want. Indeed, and this is very dangerous, important content. So is anything that passes through my halls. Hmm. Except for statues of fat men. Then might you point us in the direction of this game board if you have passed it on to another... I might, but I'm afraid I have so many problems I'm doing. Front of it being that I have to send someone I can trust to dispatch of a troublesome oathbreaker, but I wouldn't worry about it. I have resources to deal with it. It's just so stressful. But maybe there's something else I could have you do if that's a little bit out of your wheelhouse. Something a little easier. Well, I would trust no one would do something so foolish as to you know, wander onto my property and, you know, spill blood in such a place. Oh, I'm sure no blood shall be spilt in your place, darling. Look where you live. <laughs> uh, but yes, you should trust no one. That's a very wise position to take. These things have a way of sorting themselves out. He'll undoubtedly come to his senses and return himself to me, one way or another. Probably he'll get guilty for hurting this old woman's heart and find a reason to come back. I'm sure. Then what is it we can do for you? I... I'm old, and I'm having just the worst time managing my finances now that my newest, oldest, dear husband has passed on to the next life. And I'm afraid that I have grown a bit harried trying to manage my estate and my vassals within. It happens. Widowers and all. If you could manage to clean up some of the more problematic 
envoys I have here. Just to just to take care of it. I think that would be good enough for me to give you your little game board. Assassination. Oh. No, no, no. Nothing so delicate. On my campus, I have a few dozen vassals that have failed me in ways your friend has, actually. And they simply need to go away. They think they're getting one more chance to redeem themselves to our, to our, well, to our school. And they think by striking down the Deathwalker and his mortal concubine, that they will win their good graces into my heart. I wonder where they got that idea. This city is gross for rumors and for tearing down independent women. Just look at that Candlemaker Guild and their whoresome artisans. I don't like her. Like, sorry, this is not a character, just to clarify. <laughs> I'm just saying that in character, but I do not like this woman. I don't want to do the things she asks because she's clearly a bad person. She's also apparently set it up so that her, you know, lessers are trying to hunt us down. Yeah, and that's all these that's all going to happen anyways, regardless, so we're gonna have to deal with them. Well we can probably convince them to go join our side. You have really good like talking powers. She doesn't even convince them. She's she's they're in a room waiting for you guys to walk in to get ambushed. This is what she details out. They're in a room hiding with knives ready because that you're gonna walk in and get ambushed. Like, we should just join, get those people to join our side instead. Like, mm. fuck, fuck her. Just start beating her with her own table. Like, she knows what we want. Like, we want something from her, so we need to get it from her. But like, and also she's selling, you know, dangerous artifacts to people at random. Just like, oh. Right? I don't know what I'm doing. Fuck her. You don't like Aunt Skull? No, she's a bad person. <laughs> she's just evil. Um. And also she's like trying to break into my onto my manor to uh, kill someone. So. No, she's not going to do that at all. He'll, f the Fingor death metal will find his own reason to leave your safety and go to her and give himself up. Because he has friends and family. Ah! <laughs> Who you did promise to protect. No, he should have brought that up. What a poor bastard. I assumed it was just him. Um, or he'll just, or she'll just track down his living family members. Hmm. Then she gets to kill them twice. I like, see. fuck her, right? And she's a crime lord, and she's strong. Hmm. So it appears you have made your own problem here, then. I don't think so. That's not really how it works in my little curio shop. Well, see, you have made our meeting inevitable through your foolish dealings with mortals. Mortal ghosts, selling them artifacts that would clearly work to their detriment. I trade in things people want, not necessarily what they should have. Such irresponsibility could bring great destruction to the city, the city that I've worked so hard 
stabilize. And yet you've never sought me out to see what I could provide to the city in your time here. You simply weren't important enough. Such is the fate of an old spinster like myself. I'm sure. Hmm. Could just attack her. It's a standoff. Because no, I do not want to do what what she wants. We have the gang, a... right? Yeah, the gang's right here. Yeah. Um, entrances to this area. Uh, the one you came in and the one she came in from. Are we looking at the combat? Not so much combat, so much as oh, it is actually combat stuff. <laughs> oh, it is combat. Kind of looking around and trying to figure out like various parts of this room, like you know, dangerous spots or where she could ambush us from. Um, it's a fairly simple room. There's a lot of cover because there's like little wood panel dividers up. Um, but other than that, it's a fairly straightforward arena. People mm. could like hide behind cover and get under like you know drawers and dressers and stuff. I don't know how to play this. Okay. I do not. I think also the reason I like her so much not, which is a sentence, uh, is because she's being all like deceitful basically. She's deceiving you. She has a persona. She's a helpless old aunt. But she's not fooling anyone with that at all. She doesn't have to. And besides, you people are powerful. To like a ghost or something, or just some mortal guy, it works a lot more than you think. Because they don't have the option to hit the violence button. Anyone has that option. <laughs> a person with no legs and no arms has the option for a violence button. Mercy, mercy. So, do you want to pause and just start? Oh, I thought we were... Oh, no, we're still talking. Oh, okay. Shit, shit. Do you want me to pause? Sure. All right, we're back. So, Orchid just kind of glances over at uh, Burrell. Just we exchange of... a look. <laughs> I think we have come to a decision, then. Oh, really? You are a blight on this city, Auntie Skull. You are a weed in a garden of roses. And I think it is time you were plucked. My, my, it's been a long time since a gentleman has offered to pluck my rose. <laughs> As she, you can hear the sounds of weapons unsheathing in the area. I knew she was going to make a joke like that when he phrased it that way. <laughs> it's a good retort. He slowly starts to rise up onto his hind legs, kind of dropping his, his gang members off. <laughs> Climbing off of you. Then it is time to trim those thorns off. Promise? And we'll end it there on that creepy, creepy exchange. <laughs> Rose puns. Are you hitting on an older black woman? Why not? Alright. Uh, so before we fucking leave for the night, uh, end of session move. End of session. End of session move.
End of session. Bingo. You know, I just forgot absolute bastard that Yoma. Yeah. Someone to go back to and like be like, hey, you want to hang out? He's off doing his thing. Well, he'll they probably be back in town. Hmm. Like, you want to go go karting or something? <laughs> anyway, everyone, mark XP. Mm -hmm. Did you fail in some regard this episode? No. No, I don't think you did. Did you expose yourselves to danger? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think you progressed your story in a meaningful way, definitely, because you're you're here at Ed Skull, who has the thing and the murder. I'm about to start punching. Yeah, it's going to be a ballroom blitz. So that's another one. So another three. So we have 10 XP right now. Perfect. Oh, Nicole, your phone. All right. Well, I was Devin. Nicole. Kevin. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off.